Greetings, I'm Liz Benversi, Agriculture Educator for Brown County UW Extension, and today we're going to talk about a very important topic, and that's safety. On the panel today are Kevin Erb, Conservation Professional Training Coordinator for UW Extension, and Cheryl Skolis, Agricultural Safety Specialist for UW Madison and UW Extension. Cheryl, what are your recommendations for our farmers at home so they can stay safe during this fall manure application window? During the fall application window, when we review manure handling and storage systems, there are a number of different types of hazards that could cause injury and illness, including fatal injuries. So some really important safety steps that we want to look at. We're going to talk about four main hazard categories today that you should take a review on for your storage system. These include mechanical hazards, confined spaces, during agitation and pump out, and then finally transportation and field application. When we start discussion of manure storage and handling systems and safety, we want to start with taking a look at mechanical hazards. A good first step always for safety is keeping equipment in good repair. Doing preventive maintenance can save time in your day when you're hauling out or maintenance now um, on that system may save a major breakdown over the winter months. Another key factor for mechanical hazards is, being, is remembering to lock your equipment out. Be sure that that power is off when you go to work on a PTO operated piece of equipment or electrical piece of equipment that someone can't turn it back on while you're working on it or that there's not a residual energy in it that it could re-engage and, and catch you or catch your clothing. So you need to lock out that equipment. If you're working with others, take it out of service. Just put a simple sign on it to let somebody know that you're working on it and they don't accidentally turn it on. When we get to confined spaces, they come in all shapes and sizes in manure storage and handling systems. It doesn't matter if it's a reception pit, pump pit, a transfer channel, a tank of some type, or even a, a manure tanker. Um, those are all considered confined spaces. You may be able to get into them, but you need to take safety precautions or you may not come out alive. The first consideration is the atmosphere, and that takes adding clean air into the space that might be forced air um, by using a fan, or you may need to enter that space with a supplied air respirator such as an SCBA. A key important factor is monitoring that atmosphere so you know the oxygen concentrations and other gases that may be present. We talk a lot about manure gases and that's because those manure gases have different characteristics and different factors in our systems that can cause injury or death in different ways. The first thing you need to check for is oxygen deficiency. If there's not enough oxygen, you're not going to sustain your life. The second gas is hydrogen sulfide. Hydrogen sulfide is a toxic or a poisonous gas. At high concentration levels, one breath will knock you unconscious and has resulted in death. 
We also have methane, which is an explosive flammable gas lighter than air. So you need to be concerned with your electrical tools, your welding, um, things that could cause a spark and where that methane is around. The fourth gas is ammonia and it's an irritant to your respiratory system and it will cause permanent um, lung damage. So you want to be aware that ammonia is in that mix. The only way to know which of those gases are present or that your oxygen is at an acceptable level is to monitor them. You're not going to smell them or taste them or see them. You need to use that gas monitor. And thirdly, when you're going into these spaces, you need to consider fall protection. A harness and a safety line, having an attendant present, somebody that can pull you out and retrieve you from that space if one of those gases or some other factor goes wrong and you need to be taken out of that confined space. So confined space are a big concern. Our third area then is during agitation and pump out, Again, it's the release of these gases and out around those storage systems when we're agitating, hydrogen sulfide is the gas of greatest concern. So especially when we start to agitate, you know, those safe concentrations are set at one part per million for occupational exposure exposure and quickly that um, level of hydrogen sulfide can increase to uh, a deadly lethal level so you want to be monitoring when you're out around that storage and during agitation in this case if it's a totally open air um, non-enclosed situation you probably could be safe using a single gas hydrogen sulfide monitor always would recommend a multi-gas monitor for any of the manure storage and handling situations. Also try to avoid um, working in a direction that the agitator points as it will move the gases in that same direction and consider where that air movement is going to be going and that you're going to have that air on the day that you're agitating to help mix these gases back up into the atmosphere. If you're agitating over a pit over a barn, remember to remove the animals. If you can't remove them, consider that the greatest gas concentrations are going to be in the center of the pit where there's limited airflow or the ventilation can't reach. So can you keep those animals closer out um, to the sides of that building and out of that more concentrated area? At all times in any of these areas for manure storage and handling, when we're pumping out, we want to keep non-essential personnel and family members out of the area, especially children. They're smaller. If they get exposed to some of these gases, it's not going to take as much exposure to get them sick. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Kevin, and he's going to discuss some safety recommendations when transporting manure from the storage area out to the field application. Thank you, Cheryl. And as we look at this issue of manure being transported down the roads, I think a lot of the safety things we talk about are valid, just as valid for hauling grain, hauling silage, and a lot of our fall movements. And I think everything really starts with knowing the rules of the road. And things like lighting, what are the requirements? Are the lights on your tractors working? Are the flashers working? Are they visible? Uh, the new implements of husbandry regulations that went into place here in Wisconsin 
uh, in the past couple of years required lighting and marking for equipment manufactured after a certain date. But if you've got the opportunity to add extra reflectors, add extra lighting to your existing equipment to make it compliant with the new standards, it is going to improve safety. Always make sure those reflectors, those lights aren't covered with mud, with dirt, and can be seen uh, from a distance away. Um, we see a lot of farm accidents when equipment is turning left into fields and part of it is we tend to pull to the right to swing wide into those driveways and when we do that sometimes people behind don't realize that we're turning left. They think we're turning right or pulling off to give them the opportunity to pass. So it is a challenge. You need to be aware of the vehicles behind you and know exactly what's going on. Think about two of the things we can do to improve safety by how we're actually routing equipment. It's much safer to turn right into a field than left. Can I be turning right onto a busier highway rather than left? Should I be going certain to certain fields certain times of the day so I'm not having as much traffic, especially in around some of our metropolitan areas, Eau Claire, Stevens Point, Appleton, Madison, where a lot of people live in small towns and commute into the larger communities. And of course, uh, staying in your lane, uh, keeping equipment uh, that's meant for the field out of the road right-of-way as much as possible. Um, and finally, trying to minimize the amount of mud and material we're tracking onto the road as well definitely improves safety and improves our image. Finally, even when people are treating you like jerks, be courteous, do the right thing. Thank you, Kevin and Cheryl, for sharing these great safety tips. Mm -hmm.